Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, loving, adventuring, just being on this journey of a lifetime that we get to share and resonate and share certain feelings and emotions, but at the same time, each have an absolutely unique experience. So much so that although our, like, just as, <laughs> our fingerprints, our eyes, like the, the whole makeup of the eyes, there's certain elements that are so unique to every single person that ever was. So each lifetime, everything, because even when we have shared experiences, we don't sit in the exact same place, and equally we don't see them through the same lens, because we're seeing them through the lens of everything else that has come before. So it's an illusion. <laughs> Sometimes the shared experiences or shared resonances, because they can never be absolutely completely. They can be like flavors, certain, I guess it's like with those tuning forks. You can have certain emotions and things that everybody can kind of pick up on and feel, and then, but the exactness, yeah, there's still uniqueness. Ah, so, one of the things today, I wanted to say thank you. I'm so grateful for Mickey Singer's teachings in my life. I found so many other people, there are so many people who put out similar message. But then there's different people who at different times speak to different ones of us. <laughs> and it's like that tuning fork. Oh, yeah. I do, I think it's like something I've mentioned, I once heard, I think, I'm sure it was Marianne Williamson's, she quoted someone else saying that if you feel that there's something you wish to express, express it, because the fact that you feel the need to, there's somebody out there who's actually asking, and yeah, I know it was something I mentioned recently with a friend who was talking about writing a book and then feeling like other people had written on the same topic, but everyone has their own unique way. Wow, it's, it's so interesting, even with recipes. Like, there's times my son makes this absolutely most amazing, it's kind of his variation on a, on like a tahina, where he starts with the tahina and he adds like water and garlic and salt and spices and I don't know, I can watch him, I can try repeat after him, mine does not taste the same. Yo, so Mickey's teachings for me are, now for me are just, yeah, the perfect fit, um, I love the simplicity, the repetitiveness, and what I'm so grateful for is kind of this real breaking down on the fact that just like I am holding the cell phone, this mobile phone right now, and it's not me, I mean it's so obvious that anything on the outside is not me. It's interesting because then Mickey also goes like even if you think about your body, like if, if think about parts, like if... if if you lost a hand, or you lost an arm, you lost a foot, you're not any of your body parts either because you would still be there. And that ultimately, like if you really delve and you really like start to question things, so we have objects on the outside and then we have objects on the inside. So there's thought objects, things we think. They're not us. We think them. We get to witness ourselves, witness these thoughts, but they're not us. And equally emotions. So I'm just so grateful for that because I've noticed like that 
I have a tendency <laughs> to really not want to be with challenging emotions. And, oh my lord, yeah, <laughs> somebody else shared um, what you, I think it was a Robin, Robin Sharman Sharma site um, or program he's doing, what you resist persists and what you befriend, you transcend. And, yeah, wow, I just would resist kind of feeling like I've done so much personal work. I should be able to snap out of things, should be able to just use all these tools and techniques. And, you know, everything with its EFT, NLP, like all of these acronyms, they just seem... It's interesting, though, because EFT is about being able to say exactly what you're feeling with no judgment, no holes barred, like with tapping the points. And that just allowing for that genuine, deep, authentic expression is what actually lands up transcending and transmuting the energy. But I've noticed that like, there's more elements of self-judgment, of feeling like if there's days that I'm not really connecting to genuine gratitude or like moments of just feeling overwhelmed or, oh, because it happened yesterday. I was feeling a combination of overwhelmed and unsettled. And I could point to things, but the thing is that there are, because there are certain work stresses or wada, wada, wada. But the point is, a lot of those things are always there. And there are other days that I just feel a lot more upbeat or times of the day. And yeah, just a lot more lighthearted and, and easier to kind of gear into a lighthearted frame. And yesterday, I just thought to myself, okay, so there's no judgment on this. It's not you. It's not you. So you happen to be in, in this Lauren avatar, who right now is experiencing overwhelm and unsettledness. So that's what's coming up. So actually, I have no idea where it came from, and it doesn't really matter. But the point is, if I resist and judge myself for it, it actually just wants to move through. It does resonate and make sense for me that at some point in the, in the past, there's been some event or some circumstance, God knows, this lifetime or previous, who knows, really doesn't matter where it's bubbling to the surface. And actually, the point I may point to, like month end or an altercation with a colleague at work, like those are just triggers to point to something that's once out anyway, once out. In that wanting out is literally just to create the space for it. So yesterday, I really deeply played with just breathing, imagining my inner doula. And just getting me to breathe and relax and Lauren, breathe, breathe. And Lauren, what's the next thing you can focus on? What's the very next thing you can do? I know you feel like there's a Mount Everest, but what's the very next step? Let's just calm and breathe and focus on that. And it was just, not that I did it in order for it to go, but it was more just realizing like, this is what I'm experiencing is not who I am. And it was really deeply applying that. It's like, imagine being in this house and you'd st somewhere where you know when they talk about four seasons in a day cities that have four seasons in a day it's not even about being in a house if you're in a city that experiences like four seasons in a day and the one point is beautiful sunlight and maybe a light breeze and then it gets overcast and it's blowing and then it like pours down to torrential rains for a little while and then it's clears and gets swelteringly hot and then it, it gets like it's literally it's not you you get to be in this four-season city experiencing the city. And the interesting thing then is, if there's an appreciation for the opportunity to experience, 
then there's a layer behind. It's not this like when I've judged myself for feeling like overwhelmed or unsettled that the awareness can still be grateful and appreciative of the opportunity to experience a state of unsettledness and um, overwhelm. Because that's more from a witness because God knows where it came from. God alone knows. It really doesn't matter where it originally, originally. It's, it's like just, just be, befriend, befriend. Just breathe and relax and befriend in order to transcend. But not to focus on the transcend. Oh, which is also like such a beautiful key element, which again was out of, oh, I loved it so much. And I may have mentioned this already, but I, I'm just going to, oh my God, we're almost on 10 minutes. Um, where Mickey talks about like imagining consciousness as this brilliant, like this light that's trapped within this little concrete box, this little concrete house that we've created the structure around it. And it's, it's in a sea of a million bright stars of like consciousness. And it's not about focusing on breaking the walls. It's just like if we allow life and the things that happen, they will naturally chip away. And when the cracks appear in the walls, if we don't rush to like, tap, patch them up, but allow things to be to challenge our way, our thoughts, our concepts of reality of how things should be, that consciousness inside would naturally, effortlessly, just radiate out through a crack. So it's, yeah, it's just like a... Befriend, not with a focus on transcending. So it's like the natural consequence of befriending will be transcending. But it's not befriending in order to transcend. It's just befriending and relaxing and releasing and then just being along for the ride in gratitude for all. Yeah, and then I was just also like just so grateful because then, yeah, my, my son popped around for dinner in the evening and sure, you just experienced just that's like such a shift and not to attribute it to the fact like a, a visit or somebody else's um, presence or, or anything on the outside but it was just that I could feel a bit of like <laughs> maybe like two seasons in a day <laughs> oh my lord yes so we are on 10 glorious minutes um, I, I just want to share there was also such a cute 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 story that I heard from a librarian that I just think is so lovely and um, quick 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 share so this person, or they work in the library in some sort of capacity and just have a real passion for books and, and feel that books can like really change the world. Um, and so one day in the library, right, there's one he notices. So one little kid's gone into the Spanish section, taken a book and gone up to his dad, who's like busy doing something. He said, dad, 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 please, can you read this book for me? And the dad says, I'm so sorry, son. I don't know Spanish, but just give me a few minutes and I'll come back with you and we can find a book that I can read. As the kid's heading back to the Spanish section, another kid runs up to him and says, Hey, hey, I know Spanish. I'll listen, um, I can help you read the book. And they go sit together on one of the, like, the little bit benches in the kiddie section. And in the meantime, the mom of the second child goes up to the dad of the first child and says, I'm so sorry, my kid doesn't actually know Spanish. My kid's just like super friendly. And then the adults start engaging in a conversation. Then an older kid in the library who saw this whole thing happen goes up to both the kids who actually does know Spanish and says, hey, I know Spanish. Um, let me help you. Maybe we can read the book together. And then you've got the older kid with the two younger ones sitting on the bench. Now they're really being read the book in Spanish in the, what the story actually says. And then afterwards, the older kid goes back to his grandmother and says, Grandma, did you see what happened? And she lovingly, reassuringly puts her hand around her grandson 
and yeah i just thought it was such a beautiful cute story and the person who told it was like you see books and book kids will save the world oh it was very precious so i just loved it for the interconnectedness and then the the vehicles for connection because all of that happened through the library and the books and just as vehicles for bringing out people's spontaneous and natural essences um yeah it was beautiful so here is also to realizing and embracing that we are not our thoughts and feelings just as we are not any object on the outside we are not any object on the inside and here is to genuinely just having a deep appreciation for the experience of it all and holding space just breathing and relaxing breathing and relaxing through the challenging ones because if we do breathe and relax the magical at some point the magical reward will be transcendence but not that that should be <laughs> the focus to kind of be with what is just as melancholy songs are beautiful as are upbeat more light they all have a beauty and a context and a yeah happy adventuring fresh soul Mwah.